Father, we thank you. We bless you. For the opportunity to be able to give. Of the abundance you've given unto us, we give back to you. We decree and we declare that it is multiplied unto us. Good measure, pressed down, and shaken all together. We declare that the heavens cooperate with our destinies, and the earth yield the best to us. Everything that is due to us, we declare by the reason of our giving, that they come to us by grace, in the mighty name of Jesus. I declared no sickness, no disease is permitted to live in any of them. Father, use them as instrument of righteousness. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Are you excited? Yes. Glory to God. I want you to get your Bibles ready. And be ready to read them. Can you give me more volume, please? Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. You have your Bibles. I want you to turn to the book of Ephesians, chapter 2. Chapter 2, verse number 10. And we're going to be reading from the Amplified Version. Ephesians. Chapter 2, verses 10, from the Amplified Classified. The title of this message is Living the Good Life. Living the Good Life. Ephesians chapter 2, verses 10. For we are God's own handwork, his workmanship, recreated in Christ Jesus, born anew, that we may do the good works which God predestined, planned beforehand for us, taking parts which he prepared ahead of time, that we should walk in them, living the good life, which he has prearranged 
are made ready for us to live. Hallelujah. Which translation do you have? I said I was reading from Ephesians chapter 2 verse 10. The Amplified Classified. I want you to read it from your translation. It said, for we are his workmanship. Created in Christ Jesus. Created in Christ Jesus. Unto good works. Unto good works. Which God had before. Which God has before ordained, ordained that we should walk in them. That we should walk in them. Hallelujah. I said the title of the message is Living the Good Life. Tell somebody I'm living the good life. Living the good life. God wants us to live the good life. Praise the Lord. Living the good life. And the Bible said that this life that we are living, which is the good life, was predestined. The good life is what? Predestined. What does it mean to be predestined? To be pre to predestined. It means that it's been arranged ahead of time. Your destination has been arranged ahead of time. So if you read it from the amplified, the classified, it said, for we are God's own handiwork. We are God's own handiwork. Meaning God made us. We were manufactured by God. Apple make Apple phones. Samsung's make Samsung phone and other related electronics. But God did not make a cell phone. God did not make a microphone. But God made you. Hallelujah. Apple is a nice product. And people pay premium for it. As good as Apple is. It was created by man. As good as any phone you have is, 
it was created by man for a purpose. And that purpose is to be able to communicate. Either by email, through pictures, or by text, WhatsApp, or enemies. Because the phone is designed to communicate, the purpose was predetermined that when you type in what you want, it should give you the result that have been predetermined. Are you, are you following? But I said, God did not make a cell phone. He made us. He created us. And he said, he created us anew in Christ Jesus. Therefore, we are God's own handiwork. His workmanship. Is Apple proud of his product? Apple is proud of his product? And do you think God is proud of his product? And who is that God's product? We are God's product. He said we were created. We are God's craftsmanship. We are displaying his creativity. We are displaying his, his vision that came alive. He said for we are God's hand work. His workmanship recreated in Christ Jesus. Born anew. Born anew. That we may do those good works. What were we created to do? To do good works. So God had a purpose for creating you. God did not just wake up and say, let us make man and let them eat. God did not create you so you can just relax. He had a purpose in mind. And that purpose for you is to live and enjoy the good life. That we may do the good works. God has predestined. Planned before us. Planned beforehand. So God planned it. That you are designed to live a good life. And to give out good life. To share good life with others. Hallelujah. Tell somebody I'm living a good life. So when God was creating you. God did not see any limitation in you. Are you hearing me? He did not. If you work in a factory. And you walk in the line, 
we ha they have what they call quality control. Are you following? And the purpose of quality control is to identify any defective parts or products that is on the line. And those products don't make it to the market. And as such, those, those products were designed with a purpose. They can never fulfill the original purpose they were designed for. So you, you made it to the market. That's why you are here. Are you hearing me? You made it to the market. That's why you are here. So you've been designed flawless to fulfill God's purpose, which for you to live the good life. You have the amplifier? All right, I'll read it for you. We may do the good works which God predestined, planned before hand for us, taking the parts. Hallelujah. Taking the parts. So God created us and he has a destination for us. And for us to get to that destination, we must take certain parts. I'm not feeling you people. Are you here? He said, we were created to follow the paths that have been predetermined to, to arrive at the destination God had in mind. Hallelujah. God predestined us planned beforehand for us taking parts which he has prepared ahead of time. Prepared ahead of time. Which one came first? You or the plan? The plan. The plan which he had for us. So God had a plan for you before he brought you here. And that plan, he said, is for you to live a good life. To live a good life. Tell somebody I'm living the good life. Living the good life. Is it possible to live the good life? Yes. It's very, very possible. And this good life is only in Christ Jesus. This good life is not dependent on money. It's not dependent on your emotional state. It's dependent on your spirit man. What's your what's program in your inside? He said we were created anew. Created afresh. Born again. To live the good life. This good life is not for everybody. Those that are on the streets. That don't know Christ. 
they cannot live their good life. Not the number of cars or the number of houses you have that determine that you are living a good life. Tell somebody, I'm born happy. I'm born healthy. Because I am in Christ Jesus. Tell somebody, I have arrived. I have arrived at my place of inheritance. I have arrived at my place of inheritance. He said, God predestined us to come to that. What is that predetermined inheritance? What is it? It's a good life. The recreated life. The life that is not destructible. The life that is not destroyable. I have arrived. I said I have arrived. At the place of my inheritance. Sickness is not in that path. I said sickness is not in that path. And sickness is in my past. Poverty is in my past. Because Christ died that I may become rich. So that's part of my inheritance. Most of you are fathers and parents here. And most of you are working very hard. Why are you working hard? So you can leave something for your children. So you can leave something for your children. Some of you left where God, where God chose for you to live sunny, where there is no snow, where you don't wear jacket, but you decided because you want to give a future to your children, you migrated to this cold weather. Some of you do two or three jobs. Why? Not because you want to put food on your table. It's because you want to leave something for your children as what? Inheritance. And what do your children need to do to qualify for this inheritance? What did they do to put you on this work that you are doing? Hallelujah. You've not answered me. I said, what did the children, what did they do for you to put you in this position where you have to work and work and work and work for them to have an inheritance? Nothing. Nothing. And when you achieve your purpose, when you achieve the purpose over years, whether the children like it or not, whether they ask you or they don't, you will take it with you when you, when you, when you depart this world. So you automatically do what? Leave it for them. Such are we 
with God. God predetermined us in Christ Jesus to live a good life. And since we were born of God, since we are born of God, he has created in us and has bequeathed to us all that he has. Not because of what we can do for him. You and God who came first. You and God who came first. God. Who predetermined what you will become? Who chose the path that you must follow? So when you follow this path, what will you achieve? God's purpose. You will arrive at God's destination. Tell somebody again, I'm living a good life. For you to live the good life, you have to receive it. <laughs> what did I say? For you to live the good life, you have to what? Receive it. The book of Acts, chapter 2, verse 32. The book of Acts, chapter 2, verse 32. Yes. And if you have the book of Acts, if you are there already, chapter 2, let's do verse 41 first. 41 and 43. So those who welcome his message were baptized. He said, those who welcome his message were baptized and that and that day about 3000 people were added and in that day about 3000 people were added added 42 they devoted themselves to the apostles they, de they devoted themselves to, to the, the apostles, apostles teaching and fellowship to the apostles teaching and fellowship to the breaking of bread to the breaking of bread and the prayers and in prayers hallelujah amen read the beginning again read it from the king james now if you have it the first part the king james He said, they that did what? Gladly receive his word. We're baptized. How do they receive the word? They gladly. They that gladly receive his word. We're what? We're baptized. So, for you, for you to be able to do what you need to do, you must receive what? The word. How did you become born again? By receiving the word. the word. And when you received the word, you were born again. He said, they that received the word gladly were baptized. And that same day, how many people? About 3,000 souls. 3,000 souls were added to them. 
And what did they do? They continued. They continued steadfastly. Steadfastly. In the apostles' doctrine. In the apostles' doctrine. What was the apostles' doctrine? What was they? What was it that the apostles were doing? They were teaching the world. They were praying. They were fellowshipping together like we're doing right now. They sang songs together. They lifted up their hand and worshiped together. The Bible says, and they continue in the apostles' doctrine. Fellowshipping. And in breaking of bread. And in breaking of bread. And in prayers. And in prayers. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. Mark chapter 6. Mark chapter 6. Verse 34. Receiving the word of God gladly. Receiving the word of God gladly. Is one of the criteria that make you live the happy life. And Jesus. And Jesus. When he came out. When he came out. Saw much people. Saw much people. And was moved with compassion. He said Jesus was moved with compassion. Towards them. Towards them. Because they were as sheep. He said they were like what? Sheep. Sheep. Not having a shepherd. Not having a shepherd. And he began to teach them. And Jesus began to do what? Teach them. Many things. Many things. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So he said Jesus met a group of people. A number of people. And when he saw them, they were confused. They were without purpose. They didn't know what they were doing. And Jesus Christ said, they look hungry and he gave them food. Is that what you read? What did Jesus do? He taught them. Read it again. And when Jesus and Jesus and Jesus when he came out when he came out saw much people. He saw much people and was moved with compassion. He said he was moved with compassion. He pitied them. He said how can these people be in ignorance? How can they be? How can they be? How can they be so foolish? They were without shepherd. They were lost. And, they, and most of these people, they were adults. They were not kids. So it doesn't matter how old you are or how young you are. If you have no Christ Jesus, you are lost. If you have no Christ Jesus... You are just wasting your time. The Bible said, and Jesus had compassion on them. He pitied them. And when he pitied them, he took them to Burger King and bought them more burgers. Yes, people are always hungry. People always need, even in Jesus' day, people were hungry. Why didn't Jesus give them food? Read it again. What did Jesus do? He had compassion on he them. He had compassion on them. them. Uh -huh. Because they were as sheep. Because they were what? As sheep. As sheep. Not having a shepherd. Not having a shepherd. They have no direction in life. And he began to teach them. What things. he began to do? Teach he began them. to teach them. What they lack was what? Knowledge. Knowledge. 
Knowledge. They lack knowledge of God. They lack knowledge of what God has provided. They lack knowledge of who they were. They lack knowledge of where they were going to. They lack knowledge why God created them. They become like sheep. Just surviving. Looking for what to eat. Devoting their time to irrelevant stuff. But neglecting what was necessary. That's why Jesus, when he met them, he had compassion on them. He had compassion on them. If you read it until you get to verse uh, maybe 37, 38, that was when he asked them. Um, disciples came to him and said, these people, they've been here with you for long now. Let us look for food for them to eat. And he gave them and he took two fish and five loaves from the little boy and gave them food. Which one came first? Feeding them natural food or, or feeding them the word of God? The word of God. But what do parents do these days? We feed, them, we feed our children with natural food until they become obese. They become And we forget to teach them the word of God. And we want them to achieve their purpose in life. Let's read it again. And Jesus, when he came, when he came out, saw many, so much people. He saw many people. And was moved with compassion towards them. And was moved with compassion towards it. Is it possible that some of these people were educated? Sure. Is it possible that some of them were poor? Yes, sure. Is it possible that some of them were rich? Yes. Is it possible some of them were women? Yes. Is it possible that some of them were men? Yes. So they were multitude. Multitude. If you read, read continuously and you finish the parable... Uh, not the parable, the, the miracle that he did, he gave us an idea how many they were. And he said there were about 5,000 people. 5,000 people, that's a lot of people. 5,000. 5,000. How, how did Jesus describe, describe them? They were lost yes. without shepherds. No direction. Educated, no direction. Rich, no direction. Frustrated. Hallelujah. He said, when he saw them, he had compassion on them, and he did what? He taught them. He fed them so much of the word of God that his disciples have to counter him. Jesus, these people have been with you for a long time. That these people, they have been with you for a long time. They need to eat. Otherwise, you will be, they will start to drop. And how do you think these people receive the word? They receive it with gladness because if they were not receiving it with gladness, they would have gone. 
if they did not listen to Jesus, ready to, to change their life, they would have left that place. Tell somebody be patient with the word of God. Let the word of God do his work in you. Let the word of God wash you. Let the word of God reprogram your mind. Let it transform you so you achieve your destiny. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Tell somebody, I have arrived at my place of inheritance to live the good life. In Christ Jesus. I am born of God. I am born of the Spirit. Therefore, I am a new creature in Christ Jesus. The Bible says, the old has passed and the new has come. And my new life is a life without sorrow. It's a life without pain. I am full of joy because he died that I may have life. And I have it abundantly. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Acts chapter 2. Verse 32. You have to be quick. At 2.32. For David is not ascended into the heaven. He said, for David is not ascended into heaven. Is that 32? Sorry. 3.2. This Jesus had God raised. This Jesus had God raised up. He said, this Jesus has God raised up. Whereof we all are witnesses. He said, whereof we, we all, all are, are witnesses. witnesses. Go ahead. Therefore, therefore, being by the right hand of God, said, being by the right hand of God, Jesus being at the right hand of God, exalted, exalted, and having received of the Father, he said, having received of what? The Father. Of the Father, hold it there. What did he receive of the Father? He said, having received of the Father, having been raised from the dead, mm -hmm. seated at the right hand of God, mm -hmm. now having received from the Father. Something. He received the Holy Spirit. He received the Holy Spirit. And what did he do with it? He put it in his pocket. No, what did he do with it? He poured it out on who? Everyone. On us. Tell somebody, I am anointed. I am anointed. The purpose of the Spirit is to anoint you. Read it for me. Therefore, therefore, being by the right hand of God, being by the right hand of God, exalted, exalted, and having received of and the Father, having received of the Father, the promise, the promise of the Holy Spirit, of the Holy Spirit, He had shared forth. He has shared for meaning He poured it on us. Read it. He has shed for this. He has shed for this. Which ye now see Except and hear. Which ye now see and hear. hear. Which you now see and what? Hear. hear. Said you, what you see today is not by mistake. 
what you hear today is not by mistake. It's what Jesus received from the Father. Then he poured it on us. And that includes a good life. The life free of trouble. An inheritance of peace. An inheritance of joy. Tell somebody, it's my year. It's my year. Of perfect peace. Of perfect peace. It's my year. It's my year. Of perfect peace. Of perfect peace. Not for trouble. Not for trouble. Not for sickness. Not for sickness. I will always be on top. I will always be on top. I look at life. I look at life. From the mountain top. From the mountain top. Because the Holy Spirit has been poured on me. I am anointed to live the good life. I am anointed to live the good life. So we were predestined to live the good life. And Christ died for that purpose. And he's exalted, seated on the right hand of God. And he received the Holy Spirit. And he poured it on us. He lavished it on us. That we can live out his own life. Hallelujah. 43. Same chapter, same book. 43. Okay. He said, David did not ascend it to heaven. No, he said 43. 43. Oh. And fear came upon every soul. He said, and fear came upon every soul. And many wonders and signs. He said, many wonders and and signs were done by the apostles were done by the apostles hallelujah Amen. how were they able to do it by receiving the holy spirit they were enabled empowered to live for god and to perform signs and wonders and a while ago you declared with me that you were anointed are you anointed are you anointed and if you are anointed, what should you expect in your life? Signs and wonders. The extraordinary. Beyond the natural stuff. When others fail, you succeed. Not because you work harder. Every little effort you put in will yield maximum results. Because the Holy Spirit is helping you. Tell somebody I'm wise. I got the Holy Spirit in me. I am not foolish. I am wise. I am wise. I am wise. And I am living a good life. He said that which he received, he poured it on us to empower us to live the good life. Paul was writing in the book of 1 Corinthians chapter 11, which we normally use for Holy Communion, he said, that which I have received, I have also given you. Wow. What a statement. That which I have received, I have also given you. So for you to live the good, for you to be able to give out the good life, you must first of all, first of all, receive it. When you receive the word of God into you, he, he, he gives you the capacity, 
the enablement, the empowerment to live the good life. He doesn't stop there. He wants you to share it with others. He wants you to share it with others. He said, that which I have received, that I have also given unto you. When Jesus received the Holy Spirit, what did he do with it? He gave it to us. Tell somebody, you must receive to be able to give. You must receive to be able to give. That which I have received, I have given unto you. This which I'm sharing with you is because I have received it. That's why I can share it with you. The good life, when you acknowledge it in your life, you are able to share it with others. You are able to impart it to your children. You are able to impart it to your environment. This is our ministry. Hallelujah. Amen. Tell somebody, this is my ministry. This is my ministry. What is ministry? <laughs> what is ministry? Ministry is not the name you have with the government. The registration, Great Grace Ministry. That is not what Great Grace Ministry is. Great Grace Ministry is inside every one of us. Hallelujah. Tell somebody I'm anointed. I'm anointed. And I am grace. I said ministry is not in a particular place. Our ministry is to receive and that which we receive, we give it to the world. That which we receive, we give it to the world. So what we receive, we give to the world. The good life, we give it to the world. Are you hearing me? So ministry is not the physical location. It's not the physical location. Ministry is inside of you. Are you hearing me? The good life is inside of you. The life of God is inside of you. So you can share it with others. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Tell somebody I'm living the good life. Let us stand on our feet and begin to thank God for what God has done for us through Christ Jesus. For predestining us for a good life. For you to live short of that good life is to waste his debts. So I appreciate him. I say thank you, Jesus. Thank you for giving me the opportunity to live the good life. I declare today that I am living the good life in Christ Jesus. That which I have received, I received the capacity to share it with others. In the name of Jesus Christ, I refuse to be like sheep without a shepherd because I do have a shepherd who loved me and died for me. Therefore, today, I am here to thank him for giving me that good life. Father, we appreciate you and we thank you for what you've done in Christ Jesus, for impartation of life, for transformation, for healing and for deliverance. We give, we, we give you the praise and the thanks for all that you have done. Father, we thank you for where we are. 
We thank you, Father, for we are on the mountaintop and we look down on circumstances and we overcome them in your name. In the name of Jesus. I declare that perfect peace will be yours. Everywhere you go, happiness will not cease for you. Everywhere you go, helpers of destiny will show up. In the name of Jesus, I declare that people will be happy to help you. Everywhere you go, they will queue and they say, who is this? I need to help them so they can fulfill their destiny. Father, in the name of Jesus, I declare that this week will be marked with week of testimonies for you. Everywhere you go, people will testify that you are living a good life. You will have something to show that God has been kind and gracious to you. In the name of Jesus, I declare sickness will be free from you. Accident will be free from you. In the name of Jesus, everything the enemy meant for evil for you will turn out for your good. I declare that God will put a smile on your face. And you will testify to his goodness. In the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, so shall it be. Amen. Let us share the grace. In now may the grace of our Lord Jesus, the love of God, and the sweet fellowship of the Holy Spirit rest and abide with us now and forevermore. Amen. Surely, goodness and mercy is following us all the days of our lives, and we are dwelling in the house of the Lord forever and ever. Amen. God bless you and keep you.